Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, bit of bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You control, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Said Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? Ladies and gentlemen. Listen, we're taking a different turn over the next few weeks in this world of pain and misery and health. Um... I have a gentleman on the phone who um, does phenomenal workouts, is doing his thing, and I just wanted to give the people an opportunity to understand that while you're sitting home doing nothing, gaining weight, getting building up sodium, building up plaque, eating all the wrong things, not working out, we're going to take a change today. On this day, on the TK Kirkup podcast, I want to introduce you to Mr. Anthony Wilson. What's happening? All right, what's up, family? How are you? Man, I'm just sitting here, like you said, trying to do my thing, man, trying to educate people on the importance of getting in shape, keeping their health up, uh, and building their immune system up. I mean, man, I'll tell you what, I ain't no doctor, but I really do believe that with this pandemic we got going on, I think it affects people more with a weaker immune system. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. It's it's definitely taking the weak, for sure. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I wear a mask and everything, but I'm not one of those people. And I'm not taking nothing from it, you know, but I'm Mm -hmm. one of the people. I wear a mask because obviously they say we got to, but I'm not not paranoid walking around without a mask either. I'm I'm not walking around like, oh, man, if I don't wear this mask, I'm going to catch coronavirus or you know what I mean, right, Anthony? Let me let me be, let me give you a little bit of wisdom, <clears throat> right? Regardless of how well you think you are, you have to wear the mask. True. And let me tell you why: because you could be healthy, but you could give it to somebody else. You right? You right? See, see, it's not about the strong. It's not about saying I don't feel nothing. It's not about outthinking the other man around you. Now wearing a mask shows you respect yourself and you respect the people around you and the people that you walk past. Right. Like I said, it's about respect. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I wear it all the time. But, I mean, yeah, I I do wear it. Yeah, and I'm saying this for the people who are listening. The mask is not for you. The mask is for the people that you see, and it shows you respect yourself. And it shows that you respect others. And because think about Herman Cain, right? Yep. The Republican who was, who was on Donald Trump's dick at the Tulsa, Oklahoma rally, out there dancing. They got them on video on Facebook, all of them laughing and smiling with the um, um, Make America Great Again with the red hats. He didn't even make it back home. He got sick the next day in Tulsa. And died a month later. You know, and the crazy thing about that, I ain't laughing at nobody who passed away. People was actually laughing at that dude, taking his, like taking pictures of him, 
without the mask on, like right, like it was a joke, mm-hmm. like it was a joke. And the thing is, you see all these different variations of foolishness, right? Right. People don't want to wear their mask. I'm fighting not to wear my mask. Um, and it's it's the craziest thing because it doesn't hurt anyone. You're not proving anything to anybody. You're not proving nothing that you can't catch it because once you get it and you and if you die, it's over. Yeah. And Herman Cain didn't have to die. He probably had a good at least ten more years. Oh no, he did have uh like stage four cancer. Oh, he did. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Man, your opinion, you think this pandemic going to go away anytime soon? Okay, everybody. I've been writing on a lot of shit. <laughs> and here's my here's my vision of the pandemic. Because America doesn't want to listen, because everybody's doing their own thing, this don't this doesn't get right for ten years. It's gonna take three presidents, starting with the new one coming up in January, two more after that for this to get right. And, and let me explain to you why. Unless people start listening to what's going on, we'll never see a full stadium again. The people Join a football game or a basketball game. We'll never see eighteen thousand people in a stadium again, fam. Man, that's crazy. We'll never see the Rose Bowl and all the college games packed. Right. Years. But you really think it would take ten years? It's going to take ten. Now, and let's do. Let's go strategy. Let's go back for a minute. Let's go with nine eleven. When 9-11 started, it was the beginning of the crash market in the around the world, but especially the USA, right? Right. All right. So everybody wanted money. This is how, um, what's the white man on Wall Street that got busted, that took everybody's money? Um, Maybach, May, what's his name? I don't know. We're going to get it. I don't even know who you're talking about right now. Watch. It's going to come to me. Um, it's going to come to me in two seconds. Hold on a second. Um, Mavac, Mavac, Mavac. Damn. If you were trying to think of it, you would already know it. Yeah, it was the white guy who was the head of the um, financial market. Hold on a second. I got to get this right. Hold on a second. <laughs> Bernie Madoff. Okay. Okay. Bernie Madoff, yo. See, Bernie Madoff ran a Ponzi scheme. But the reason why he ran Ponzi, the reason why he got exposed was because of the financial market, right? The financial market started climbing, collapsing, and everybody wanted their money. So that hits, then it hits the real estate market. So the collapse down. So 2002, I think 9-11 happened, or 2001. Right. All right? So by 2007 or six or seven, the real estate market takes a hit. Bam. Now, President Obama gets back in office. Now, think about it. 2001 to 2007, real estate. 
Right. So and Obama inherits the worst presidency ever. He was in office two years. That's eight. That's right. eight years right there to get it back. Right? Eight years. Then Donald Trump takes over and takes credit for everything Obama has done. Right. So that's eight, nine, ten. That's ten years. Yeah. That fast. Man, I know this is getting off the subject a little bit. So what do you see happening? Like they done suspended like uh like all the payments or whatever from like landlords and stuff like that. So I don't know about you, but if I was a renter and they suspended my payments for just say six months, I'm stacking all that money up and I'm getting me a crib, man. I don't know what the right, landlord gonna do. Ha- but you gotta have money. See what you say makes sense. But most of the people live check to check. True. Most of the people don't save. They rather shop and buy it <laughs> and look good for, and not go nowhere. Right. You understand? It's crazy. I hear you. It's crazy how people have gotten exposed of their habits in this crisis. Yep. Yep. You see that all that old stuff from our, our parents and our grandparents save your money for a rainy day. Always save your money is important, y'all. Because you yeah, never think of a rainy day. Anyway, everybody has everybody' life is different, so we can't down anybody about their life. But you can apply put something away for a rainy day, right? Right. And everybody's had a little drizzle. But this right here, this pandemic shit is a storm. Man, what you gonna say? This is a storm because last week or the end of the month, what happened? The protection for renters insurance to help people stay in their place expired. Yeah. Nobody's getting unemployment. So thirty million people right now is in an effed up situation. Yo. And that's bad to be in, especially if you got a wife, you got kids. And then they're trying to send people to school. On top of that, you know, when you read, they talk about how the COVID now has um, got 20-something kids in this school, that school in the area, sick with COVID, and then they have to quarantine. Man, I don't think it makes no sense. I know my kids, well, my son, he doing, he doing homeschooling, but my little one, she actually going to school, but I don't think it's going to last. I, I think it's going to shut it down again. Yeah, that's scary to send your kid to school. Even though parents want to get their children out, it's scary because you put your child at risk because you don't know what the other children are doing or who they're around. Now, your child comes home and brings something in the house that you, your wife, or your other child can get. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah, it is. And ladies and gentlemen, so the reason why we have Anthony on the phone, so I wanted to put all this out so you could hear it. Then this man drives a truck. He's a truck driver. And he still takes time to do the gym. So what motivates you, fam? What motivates you to work hard as you do, still do the gym stuff with the website, still doing your thing? 
What, what, like, what's in your DNA to take you to a whole nother level? I was like this. Uh, when I was younger, I never cared anything about working out, man. I could uh, eat whatever, mm-hmm. do no physical work, and I, I did not watch what I eat, and I never gained no weight. Right. So the older that I got, I started noticing, like, man, I'm starting to pick up a little weight a little bit. So then I started going to the gym just to, you know, try to keep myself in a little bit of shape, but I really wasn't taking it real serious. Mm-hmm. So I'll be honest with you, I wasn't very strong either. Right. And uh, so I used to, like, peep other people out the gym and be like, man, if I, if I get the two plates, I'd be cool. Like, right. I don't really care about being the biggest person, the strongest person. And just the more – so the more I started building my strength up, it was like, dang, I, got, I was able to get two plates. Man, I'm gonna go for 275. If I can hit 275, that's all I want. And it, it, it just became more and more. But I was always one of those type of people too. I knew as I got older, I didn't want to be one of those people uh, taking a lot of medications either. You know, mm-hmm. for whether it be blood pressure, right. anything. I never wanted to be one of those people taking me- taking uh, medicines yes, all sir. my life. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. So it it, it kind of, like I say, just started as something to do. And the more I started doing it, seeing myself from a physical appearance, yeah. just the way I felt, it became more of an addiction. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. Now, how many times? So how do you work working out with your schedule and having clients and teaching people? And how you want to get people to watch you? What what what, what is your motivation? What you what, what what do you do? Well, do you have a certain schedule, or you go work out when you feel like working out? Because now that we're promoting this and people start following you, you have to get them on a regimen. So, what works out for me, for my own personal routine, I do I go to work early in the morning, so I do my cardio early in the morning before I even go to work. When I get off work, I go back and do whether it's my strength. I do the other half of my workout. So I got a lot of free time in the evening. So I was, at first, it started out training like friends or whatever. But, man, I'll tell you what, people do not respect your time at all. You know, somebody tell you, yeah, we, we can meet up at 3 o'clock, 4. They're not going to be there. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So, and just let me throw this out there, too. I wanted to do this online training before this COVID stuff came out, and you could testify to that one for me. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been waiting two to three months to do this interview. This is how patient he's been with me. But he ain't had certain shit together, though, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to keep it 100. <laughs> so I made sure he had to get his something that he had to get done before I could do the interview. And he's so dedicated to wanting to do this, he got it done. He hit me back. Bam, we rolling. But go ahead, go ahead with your, with your story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. So basically, like like with the uh, we're doing it online. I can dedicate so much time in the evening to be able to work with clients. You know what I mean? Like build right. their workout for them, build their meal plan. So I can do that in my free time. And if if someone joins, joins, what's cool about it, they can download the app 
they can work out if they own free time. So it ain't like, man, I got to work out at, I don't know, 5 o'clock, 6 or whatever. If it works right. out better for you to work out at 3 o'clock in the morning, you'll have, a, you'll, you'll have an app you can download. You'll have your workouts already. Like I said, you'll have your nutrition, meal plans. You do it at your convenience, you know, and that's awesome. works what's out the, good. What's the name of your app? It's a uh, – well, if you go to my website – it's actually powered through a thing called Trainerize, but like I say, it's it's just a platform that I use. Okay. <clears throat> and, and also, like I say, uh, some different that I also do, like other online trainers. I actually will give somebody like my actual phone number, so it ain't like we just one hundred percent communicating through text mess or mm-hmm. uh, emails or whatever. You'll actually be able. To talk to me personally and with your FaceTime too, you know, so yeah, it ain't like yeah. it's not like you're just another number I want to be like real hands on with people, you know what I mean right, and it sounds good because you do have a motivational tone, right and right, you sound energetic and that means a lot when people are trying to train yep, it, yep it's important, yeah, that, that means now how long have you been training? I got certified, actually training, uh, about four years now. Okay, about four years. Okay. Okay. And see, something else that I did as well, not that I needed one, but I actually got a personal, I don't have them now, but I actually had a personal trainer, not that I needed one, but Mm -hmm. I kind of looked at it like a, um, like an internship for myself. Like I want to see they style, how they right. do it and what, and, and what I liked and what I didn't like about it. And I also took a, uh, did the online training as well. Again, not that I needed it, but to see exactly how they did it and what I liked about it and what I didn't like about it. So like I say, it's more personable for me for what I'll put together. Like I say, I'll actually give somebody my personal phone number where like, you can actually call me. You know what I mean? Like, man, just right. say. Now, are I'm you in shape? Side note, are you in shape? We never met. I never seen your pictures. I just thought you was a great person. But you're not fat. Go to my website. No, no, no. I'll answer the question and I'll share it to you what I'm talking about. You're not fat. Nah, nope. Okay, and let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I ask this question is because none gives any people who are fat. But if you fat, you shouldn't be in the gym trying to motivate a motherfucker who's fat to lose weight, and you over there eating snacks. Like, I could be twenty chips and soda and shit over me, fighting me, but you got crowns dropping my eyes. So I had never seen you. I mean, you, you, your voice sounds strong. That means your weight is right, but. I had to ask that question, yo. I had to say, man, <laughs> you know what? I'm doing this interview. This nigga could be 375 <laughs> with titties on his stomach. <laughs> with an idea to want to work. Like, you know what? I'm eating sad. And I just want to train people. <laughs> no, not at all, man. So what do you do with your... How do you prep your meals? Is it based on the individual? Uh, well, uh, like I say, man, everything I do for somebody else is tailored towards them. Me mm-hmm. personally, 
to a certain extent, I'm lazy. I don't like cooking. Okay. So, I heard, man, real quick, something you said the other day, I was dying laughing. I don't know if you be trying to be funny or what, uh, but uh-huh. I listened to your interview when, uh, I don't even know who the cast was, but you was, uh, when the interview came on, you was playing that, uh, damn. DLC. DLC, yeah. You was like, about Arkansas, yeah. She was like, yeah, I'll just be, uh, I've just been chilling lately, getting massages, drinking smoothies. I about died laughing when you said you was drinking smoothies. Just the way you said it, it was funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like, man, I wake up in the morning, like I say, I'm lazy. I don't like cooking. I don't like washing dishes. So, man, I put like, this is for me, I put some dry oatmeal in a blender, some mm. berries, different kind of fruits, handful of spinach, fill it up with some egg whites, fill it up with water, blend it up, and I'll drink it. Oh, and that's I'll, why and your I, ass is strong. And, and, and see, that takes me, I don't know, three to five minutes in the morning. That's making everything, rinsing a blender out. Right. You know, I ain't got no dishes to clean. That's me. But some people, man, I can't drink that stuff. I, I don't want to do that. So, therefore, I would have to come up with some. That, they, that they're willing to do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I say, I'm lazy. I'll sit up there twice a week, and and I'm real simple, too. So I'll sit up there and make a gang of chicken, a gang of brown rice, broccoli, put it in a big, put it in some big bowls, and every day, you know, I'll proportion out what I'm going to eat, and I'm content with that. But some people be like, man, I can't eat the same thing every day, you know? So Right, right. That's what works for me. But I think in saying that, because the way I keep in shape is what people don't understand, we were never taught how really to eat. Man, you know, we was really uh, made to be vegetarians. Yeah, we, we're not taught to eat. We're, we're taught to eat everything on our plate, yep. and we eat till we're full. And what I want to tell people, and tell me if this works, you can have a soda, and I would avoid. I would avoid soda. I would drink soda once a week because I don't believe you should punish yourself. If you right. want to have nice things, do it. But have one soda a week instead of soda every day. Right. If you even have a soda three times a week, don't drink the whole soda. Drink half and pour the rest out. Right. Same with everything that you eat. You don't have to eat everything at one time. You can eat it um, during the day and then wait maybe two three hours later and eat some more instead of eating, but never go to bed on a full stomach. Yeah, that is true. Am I right? Yep. Yep. Never go. You got to be done by eating by some people, uh, six o'clock, seven, but definitely seven. And anything after that, um, peanuts with no salt, um, watermelon, um, grapes, water, nothing sugary, Every once in a while, you could probably have a little ice cream, but not every day. Right. Right? And to try to avoid. Now, I eat meat, but I eat meat once in a while. See, I got it down to, I probably have steak once a year. See, I actually try to stay away from red meat, and I don't eat pork at all. Yeah. Now, I eat pork. I haven't had pork in years, but I will have a steak. But guess when I have the steak? When's that? New Year's Eve. Right. New Year's Eve, I smoke a cigar. I have a steak and a cognac. That's what I eat. Why New Year's Eve? 
Why New Year's Eve? Because my years of I celebrate life. I celebrate the end of the year. Right. And I celebrate the beginning of the year. The end of the year is my accomplishments. Wow, T, you did your thing. You, I have goals every year, celebrating life. And then I have accomplishment, and I always get what I – every accomplishment I make during the year, I always get it done, no matter what I have to sacrifice, because success is based on what did you have to sacrifice. Some people are not willing to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some people are not willing to do that. So, and then I plan for the new year. So this year was supposed to be, this year may not be no damn steak, but I think I might have a steak anyway, based on <laughs> if I make it past December 3rd and still alive. <laughs> fuck that. I'm going to celebrate. Even though I celebrate life every day, I'm really going to celebrate it this year, December 31st. Right. Because so many people leaving this year, fam. Yo, yo. Like, it's going down left and right. That is scary. Yo. That is scary. Because, you know, I wanted to drop the book this year. We wanted to drop a new special. All that got canceled. So um, we're planning everything for next year. And hopefully we'll have some luck if... um. We have a new president. Hopefully some people thoughts to change about the mask and all these things to better people's lives so we could get some type of surrounding of being familiar with our surroundings. Right. You know, and then you you look at um, the government, how when they gave out the unemployment, they was trying to say to society that they don't want to go to work because of the money that they get. So I believe in accountability, right? Right. I don't think Congress and the government should say that to the people because the the economy was booming in 2019 of last year, right? And people were working, people were doing their thing. So it's their fault that people lost their jobs. So the government has to say, you know what? We fucked up. On our watch, we don't mind you having the money because y'all did your part. You can't say that we're lazy and you guys ain't cutting it, uh, cutting your salary. Some people in yep. Congress still get their check. Yep. Yep. Now, I guarantee you, if y'all, if y'all lost your jobs too and had to depend on the government, you would want every dime coming to you. All of it. But because they don't get they don't suffer financially. So it's easy to look down on people and say, oh, they don't want to work, they want to do that. But if you look at the results, um, the United States of America, the American people was working. They was busting their ass. And everybody was looking forward to 2020. This motherfucker came out of nowhere, shocked <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> yo. Yo, it shocked us. So with the pandemic, what motivates you now to still stay in the gym, still get your mind right? How do you you take this to motivate you and to motivate your clients as we move forward? Man, like I said, I want to be the best version of me. 
Okay. I, I don't want to be using no pills. And I heard, I seen one of your posts, I don't know, it was a couple of days ago, weeks ago, whatever. But you said something about, like, uh, don't wait till the doctor say something to you about your blood pressure and all that stuff. And your dick not working. Yep, yep, yep. man. Right. It's like black people always wait to they have high blood pressure and they dick not working to start eating right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, man, I don't want to have none of them issues. I'm being real with you, man. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's like, like like I tell uh, other people, like, man, it could become an addiction. Like I told my one buddy, like, man, don't say none to nobody that you're working out. Yeah. When somebody first look at you and they be like, damn, man, you working out, that is going to build your confidence up. You gonna, mm-hmm. you know, Like, if you just sit there and start telling everybody, man, I'm starting to go to the gym, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, but like I say, if you don't say nothing to nobody, and somebody notices it and says something to you, that right there within itself will give you a push and a drive to want to do more, go hard. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I want to share something with the American people right now, because most people think I'm 59 years old. And I TK look good. <laughs> like, damn, that nigga don't look his age. I'm going to tell the world right now how old I really am, yo. <laughs> I'm 209. <laughs> I'm 209 years old, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how it's done, you know, but I'm 209. I've been here a long time. So Now, what do you do for sit-ups? How do you keep your stomach tight, and how can people lose the fat in their stomach and get better? What do you recommend? Man, I'll Let's say take Mike Tyson for instance, right? Let's Mike Tyson, I want to show the world what training does if you take training seriously. Mike Tyson was fucking out of shape. Yo. And less than a month and a half, this motherfucker got abs. Yo. And everything. Because that boxing training is on a whole nother level, correct? But he still it has is. to eat right. And that's, man, I think the main thing is your diet, for real. main thing is your diet. Because, I mean, you got to think about it. You uh, you in the gym, depending on how, depending on your schedule, you're in the gym 30 minutes to an hour. So you right. figure, like, like you cannot out-eat, you cannot, you cannot outwork a bad diet. Simple as that. Mm. So you go to the gym you know, you get it in, you go home, have that double cheeseburger, fries. Later on, you have your cookies. <laughs> what was the point of going? You know what I mean? Right. Now, how often can you eat a burger? Man, this is what I do, man. Like I say, I build meal plans. So, like, if you own, just say, just say you stand at 2,200 calories, that's what it's going to take for you to drop weight. Man, if you eat a burger, depending on what you put on it, you might could eat a burger every day. I mean, but you got to think how many calories that's going to take up for your day. You know what I mean? Because it's all about a calorie deficit if you're right, trying to lose right, weight. Right, But something, another trick that I've done, too, like, man, if I do have a burger, man, that mug ain't got that mug ain't got no – I could not tell you the last time I've had ketchup, man. And, and like, if I – if I uh some stuff, I don't use condiments. Man, it's so much sodium in that stuff, man, right, for real. Right, it's true. Like, I have a burger once a week. Right. And the reason why I'm having a burger once a week because I go grocery shopping at my house. Right. And as for the last two or three months, I have been trying to, like, I haven't never cooked the ground beef like our mom put the chopped up onions 
and the peppers, and you roll it up and you put it in the frying pan. That's how I actually wanted to make a burger. Right. But life has gotten easier over the last 50 years. Right. right? So they have patties for you already. Yep. I've gone through almost every motherfucking patty in the restaurant <laughs> because the flavor wasn't good. So I'll cook the burger, put my little onions on the side and tomatoes. I got to have the bun. I toast that and I get, and then when I bite into it, it wasn't tasting right. So I went through one burger pack, throw it away. Go. So now I have this pack that's called um, um, Bubba. Bubba Burgers. Right? Yep, they in a they in a brown box, Man, brown, brown or black box. The motherfucking truth, dog. Yep, yep. Already right, no flavor. Yep. They had so I I got like three more weeks to eat because you know they put six burgers in the thing. Yep. And I don't yep. want to throw them away because it took me a while to find them, <laughs> motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna have another burger today, but I'm only having. But I eat early. I have this about one o'clock, one or two o'clock. Right. And then the rest of the night is water and fruit. That's it. And I yep. might have a little tuna, but I don't eat crazy the whole day. Right. Burger and then potatoes and then all this and sodas and all that. I don't do all that. Right. I'm with you on that. Okay. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's okay. cool. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, man, ain't nothing like a burger. And you cook it right, and then you put the ketchup, the tomatoes, the little <laughs> cooked onions, <laughs> a little salt and a little salt and motherfucking pepper, yeah. and ah, uh, and the and the ketchup is just running to the side along with the mayo <laughs> on the plate. <laughs> and you don't want to be bothered. Then you got this beautiful view in your kitchen, and you just <laughs> sitting there biting into the motherfucker, right? <laughs> and all these memories are coming. You think of McDonald's, you thinking of a child, you know, you thinking about running in the park or your training wheels and shit. Like this is what happens when I eat a burger, right? <laughs> when I eat a burger, yo, as soon as I bite into it, all these memories come me running, being on kites. <laughs> Man, you know, went from eating a burger to flying kites. To you know, to riding my training wheels on the, on the bike, yo. Like, that's what, that's what eating a burger does to me. I can just see the past of all these wonderful <laughs> fucking things, right? Oh, my God. But that's good. Now, sit-ups. Diet is important, but how can you get a tight stomach? Man, I really don't do a lot of sit-ups. What I do, I do a lot of planks, but it's a thing at the gym. I don't even know what it's called. Like, I put my shoulders up on, like, legless. I do a lot of them. Okay. So. And everybody's body is different, right? Right. So there's not really one thing that's right for everybody because everybody's body is different. And see, I mean, the, the thing, too, I mean, you can do different exercises, and achieve the same thing. Me personally, I can do sit-ups. I just don't like doing them. Like uh, like squats. I squat. I do some squats, but I don't like squatting. It's hard on my knees. You know what I mean? Okay, I don't right. like squats. Right. So, like I say, the leg list, it's it doing stuff to build my core up, still working on your abs. You know what I mean? So, like, shoot, somebody might not like doing leg lifts, but they mm-hmm. cool with doing sit-ups. So, you know what I mean? It's... It, it, 
is what works for you, you know? Right. Well, I got this machine in my gym. I got a private gym. You know, I'm right. thinking I'm rich and shit. So I got this <laughs> private gym, but I, I'm only lifting five pounds on the on the seat that you squeeze your body. Like an ass coaster thing. Right. Like you squeeze your legs come up and your back. But I'm only doing five pounds because what I realized is that my core is not really that strong. Right. So what I do to myself, there's no rush, right? Right. There's no rush. I know that if I do this ten times a day or three times a week with consistency, my core is going to get strong. Yep. yep. Right? So um, on like tomorrow, I'll do 15 minutes on the Stairmaster on level six. That Stairmaster ain't no punk, I will tell you. Yeah, I'd get it in. Now, watch my workout now. So I do that for 15 minutes. It used to be 30 minutes straight, but I broke it up because I started getting bored. Right. So I do that for 15 minutes. Then I go lift weights. Right. How much can you max? Um, I don't lift to be heavy. I put two, 45 on each side and 25 on each side. Man, I know you don't remember this, man. Uh. I actually have met you, man. Me and my wife went to Funny Bone in Columbus. And I'm like, I know you ain't finna remember this. Okay, we're well, we'll 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 going to But my wife actually got up to use the bathroom, and we took a picture with you. And I was like, hey, man, I want to apologize to you that my wife didn't raise her hand and asked to go to the bathroom. Nope, I won't remember that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it looks like I bench a lot, but I don't. But we know what I really do? I do a lot of push-ups. Right. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, man, like, man, standing next to you, man, you actually pretty big, man. Like, yeah, your arms big and everything. Yeah, I do 200 push-ups a day. Right. So then I switched over to the gym. So it's 15 minutes on the Stairmaster. Then I work out. Then after I work out, I go back on the Stairmaster to do another 15 minutes, right? Right. Because I can't run on the treadmill that long because I got that um, sciatic nerve in my uh-huh. back. So I can't really run on concrete because I do the treadmill. So instead of running the whole 30 minutes straight, I do five sets of two minutes. One, right. Five, seven. So it's like I'm running a sprint. Right. I in, I walk around for a minute, and I do that five times, and that's my day. Then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I swim 24 laps in the pool. Man, so like you got a pretty good workout routine. Not bad for OG. I feel you. I feel you. But see, thing is, some people don't even. Man, it, it's people. Man, I'm about to be 40 this year, and mm-hmm. I guarantee you, somebody looking at me. I mean, man, I know for a fact I look better than man. Some people in their 20s. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. So, so like, man, I'll be honest with you, man. It, it makes me feel good when I look at people, and I know I'm a lot older than them, and I guarantee you. I can run faster, keep my endurance up, ain't got no problems nowhere. Like, it just makes me feel good, man. I'm being real with you. Right. And, and ladies and gentlemen, he said something that I need y'all to hear. Listen to what he said. He said, I have no problems nowhere. And that's where health really starts. Yep. And when your mind, your mind is at peace and you don't bring damage to yourself. Because a lot of people, what I've seen from my show, i got a guy 
who I got to interview. I got to talk to him today because the situation is serious. He um, was in prison, um, got out, started dating this woman, got her pregnant. He didn't really want to have the baby, but he she wound up convincing him to have the baby. And he didn't know. She started talking crazy to him and all this kind of shit. And he comes to find out the woman is on drugs. Wow. See, I always believe in if it ain't working out, leave the bitch or leave the nigga. <laughs> man, that's, my, man, that's my rule. I'm going back a little bit. I don't even know if you remember this, man. Let me just throw this out there. I like literally listening to like all your podcasts, man. But a while ago, you had a podcast. And, uh, man, I want to say some dude was uh, cheating on his girl or something. Uh-huh. Or, let me think, let me think, let me think. Either he was cheating on his girl his, or his girl was cheating on him and he found that it was some it was something like that. But I know you told him the advice again, you was like, Man, don't hit don't I'm trying not to cuss, man. Okay, good. you can curse this guy here, it's okay. You told him you was like, Man, don't fuck her. He was, he was like, Man, just give her some flowers, be cool and I was just telling myself, He's gonna go fuck her. He's not finna I could just tell just from his tone, his conversation, like, man, he's in love with her. He ain't finna listen. He's finna go fuck right, her. Right, right. <laughs> And and Anthony is so many people who call me later and say, TK, I should have listened. <laughs> now, a lot of people do listen, but I do get some people who say, I should have listened, T, and I feel sorry for them because some of the situations that people get themselves in is a lifelong situation. Yep. You can't get out. See, I want men to stop chasing. I had a young man hit me the other day, and I thought this was good. He called me the other day. He lived in Georgia. He's 30. He wanted to fly this Instagram girl into Georgia. Um, she wanted a first-class ticket. He was going to get her a rental car and put up in a hotel, but he called me. What should I do, Unc? I said, leave that bitch where the fuck she's at. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I said, you got a girl in your town that you're in love with. I know you want to have some fun. Right. But why, well, I always tell men, why fly someone to where you are going when there's bitches there? Yep. Yep. That don't make no damn sense. Why would you fly somebody somewhere? When there's bitches there, unless that girl is your wife or you're very serious about her. And, 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 if, and if he listened to your show, he would already know, too, if she can't afford to fly herself, that trip ain't for her. Yeah, it'd be so true, yo. Because like I said, back in the day, niggas, I, even me, thought that was the shit paying for a woman's <laughs> airline ticket, you know, all that shit. And nah, babe. See, because... What I want the women to understand, yeah, y'all fine. Yeah, you, you got some of y'all got good pussy, some of you don't. But the facts is this: if it don't work out, everybody should feel the pain mentally and financially. Yeah. See, everybody has to hurt on the same level. Cause you know it's a horrible thing when you do pay for everything and it don't work out. And you don't want to take it mentally and financially. Yep. Yep. The girl take it, right. If the girl take it financially, too, she's going to hurt, too. And you don't want nobody to kill each other. You just say, you know what? It didn't work out. 
but we both feeling equal pain. Yep, yep. And that's the way it should be. It should be one side. Like I posted the other day when I said, um, if a man has to pay all the bills, what do a man need you for? I did it just to get a simple question from women. Right. See, that's all it was. It wasn't to create an argument. It wasn't to say that women ain't shit. I just wanted a female to explain herself. Right. I pay all the bills in the house. What do I need you for? What do I need you for? Well, you already know the answer to that. I mean, it might sound selfish, but pussy. And see, I got another rule on pussy now, right? <laughs> I said, niggas who, let's say this on stage there, I said, niggas who get married don't know how to get pussy anywhere else, so they marry a bitch, so they have to get out of pussy. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that marriage shit, nigga. You know how to be a player all motherfucking day. You know? All right. <laughs> that's me. Now, everybody's listening to this right now, fellas. You can't do what I do. Don't say that to a female. You're not built like me. You don't think like me. You have never, you haven't flown the flight pattern in my life that I've flown. And to the ladies, it's not to put you down. It's just that this type of conversation needs to be put into the universe to give men and women choices about their life. Because no one talks the way I do. We're not getting this information from other people who have shows. Everybody's either talking about politics, racism, or downing people, but nobody's giving you true knowledge like the T.K. Kirkland podcast to give you actual facts that can change your life. Yes, sir. You understand? That's so important. So, Anthony, you get you do, you do your meal prep. You do your leg extensions, you stretch. How many days a week do you work out? Man, I try to get in the gym at least five days a week, but, I, Damn. but I'm in there about six. But see, Damn. My, 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 with your my, schedule, you could do that? Man, I, I'm like this, man. I don't have I, – I really do not have a lot of free time. When I say free time, like far like sitting at the crib, watching TV or – Playing on face, I ain't got time for all that, man. I try to make every minute of my day count. You know what That's I mean? Awesome. So it's like, like I say, man. My thing is this: everybody got their own fitness goals or whatever. Right. I want to be able to bench a lot, so I do stuff in the gym to increase my bench bench press. But like I say, the other person, I don't care about my bench press. I want to focus on this right here. It's just, I don't know, man. I just. Just something I do, man, for real. That's awesome. Some people are not like that. And I thank God with me to stay consistent my whole life, to still be working at a 59, but, again, it goes back to my mental space and what I work so hard for to get that peace of mind. Because you hear that? Nothing. You know what that is, right? Peace. Success. Right. See, it's quiet. And other than people working out, staying in shape, trying to get off meds, trying to eat right, the gift that 
Anthony, me, the TK Kirker podcast, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy, Joe Button, all my rapper friends that I work with from Baby to Lil Wayne to um, Jay-Z to um, Nelly, it's peace of mind. Hey, check this out. Let me throw this in here real quick. A couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, I was on the treadmill. When you said, uh, I'm getting off track. Anyway, uh, a couple weeks ago, I was running on the treadmill. I don't know what I did, but I, my foot was like in extreme pain. Woke up the next day, couldn't put no weight on my foot. None. Right. I went to the doctor, got x-rays, and they said, well, nothing broken. Like I say, my foot was killing me. They gave me some, uh, they gave me like a steroid, steroid pack of uh, like pain pills. Right. So I was supposed to take like so many one day, like over the course of five days, I was supposed to take all of them. And I was taking them because I was in so much pain. But like after the third day, I told my wife, I'm like, man, I'm not going to keep taking these pills. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. So I stopped taking them. About a, I don't know, about a week later, my foot was hurting again real bad. Man, I went to the emergency room. They gave me a shot in my foot. And again, they gave me more pills, told me when nothing broke. So... I end up going to the to the uh, to the foot doctor. Same thing. Nothing's broke. Wanted to keep giving me pills. I was one. I did not go get these other prescriptions filled. I was just like, I'm not going to keep taking these pills. Basically, what I'm getting at is all doctors want to do is throw pills for the solution. Man, I I started stretching my foot out, doing foot exercises. It was. I had to push myself through it. I have no pain in my foot now. None. Oh. And and I and I stopped taking them pills. That the man, I took those pills maybe three days, and I did not take them no more. And what you just said is an epidemic in this society. Yup. And ladies and gentlemen, I need you to listen. Some of you do. Some of you do have to take medicines for some of the stuff they have. You have high blood pressure and all that. Yeah, take your meds, but start eating bananas. Bananas will lower your blood pressure. Bananas. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Nope, bananas, ahead. bananas, and uh, beets. Check this out. So I'm a truck driver, and uh, every two years we got to take a physical. Yeah. So I went to the doctor, and see, I, I'm not doubting. I'm not taking nothing away from a doctor. I'm really not. Right. But right. at the same time, I also don't like the fact you ain't did no blood work, did nothing. You simply look at me, look at my weight. I got my shirt on and everything, and you just I step on the scale. You look at my height. You look at my weight. Are oh, you obese? Yep, that's so true. You're right. So, uh, my doctor's like, man, uh, your blood pressure a little bit high. Okay, I'm going to go get my blood pressure taken. Literally, like just leaving the gym, then ran on the treadmill, lift weights, whatever. Right. But make a long story short, like I say, a lot of people may not do what I do. Man, I started uh, putting a banana and beets. In a uh, in a blender, started drinking mm-hmm. it every every morning. Mm-hmm. Every morning, I would drink it. About two months later, went to the doctor. Blood pressure perfectly fine. Yeah, but your blood pressure also could have been high because you just got out of the gym too, Anthony. That's true. That's yeah, true. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, your blood pressure was never high. Right. I guarantee. I guarantee you, you had just got out of the gym, and. That's something I want to find out. When is the perfect time to go to the gym? And understand what I mean? Because you can't go to the gym right after you go. You can't go to the doctor right after you leave the gym. Yeah. 
You can't do that. So I'm thinking should you go early in the morning before your day starts or later even because you've got to take time. But what people have to understand, too, sometimes you get nervous about going to the yep. I mean, to the doctor. White coat syndrome. It, yep. And I believe it or not, that happens to me sometimes. Like, I get a physical every year. Right. So last year, when they tell me something's wrong, I work on that situation for the following year. So this is what right. happens when most people go to the doctor. They say that you're lacking vitamin D, right? Right. So I start taking vitamin D all year because I know what you said on my chart last year. Everything else is great, but vitamin D I'm lacking. So then I'm in Milwaukee one day, and I'm out of vitamin D. And I go to the pharmacy, and I take my prescription I got from the doctor, which cost me $176. I'm thinking it's some special fucking vitamin <laughs> D, right? So I right. go to the pharmacy, say, hey, um, doc, you have this? You have the um can you I need to get some vitamin D. She said, Oh yeah, we got the we have the same thing on the wall for seven dollars. I said, Exactly that? She said <laughs> I said, Could you come from behind the counter to show me? She's looking at my prescription. She said, Yes, we have this right here. I said, You fucking kidding me? She said, No, it's right here, exactly the same thing. I said, ma'am, the doctor charged me a hundred and $75 for vitamin D just like this. Man, that is, that is crazy. So I make sure that I take my vitamin D. I make sure I, 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 uh, bananas make me kind of concentrate. I take it every other day, maybe three right. times a week, but it's in my diet. Right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to put the the banana in a blender. If you can eat a banana three times a week, that'll help you with your blood pressure. If you eat, everything has to, you eat has to be eat from 9 in the morning to 5 o'clock in the afternoon. That's when you should do your most, your eating. After that, you have to taper off. Do not go to bed on a full stomach. Also, drink water. When you wake up in the morning, it wakes up your organ. And you want to drink water before you go to sleep because it prevents heart attacks and strokes. Everybody who's listening, stop putting all this damn alcohol in your body. All you got to do is think of your car. Imagine if you had a nice car, any type of car, and you put anything in that gas tank. Now, it might ride, but man, you may not feel no problem, <laughs> but it's a, then bam, out of nowhere. You start having problems with it's the same thing with your body. Your body is a machine. Yo. And God did not put alcohol on this earth for us to consume. That's man made. So you have to eat things that the sun touches. Now I'm not saying don't drink, because I do drink. I drink once in a while, but I don't drink. Like I've got so much damn liquor in my house, I can start my own damn liquor store. <laughs> Because my kids just always say, Dad, why do you have so much liquor? And I said, because when I have company, my daughters will say, but you don't never have company. I said, Yo, get in the fucking room. <laughs> do you like people come to your crib? No, I don't. Man, I feel you on that. Because I'm about energy. Right. See, you got to have a certain type of energy to walk across this threshold. Right. 
I take it very seriously. You know, I won't even rent out my houses to people. My son isn't trying to get me to do it, but I can't do it, fam, because I'm into energy. Like, I can't do Airbnb. Right. Knowing that different spirits have come through there. That's right. weird, but that's yep. why I swear to God, that's how I move. I hear you. I swear to God, that's how I move. So, Anthony, so tell us about your website. All right, my website is trainonline365.com. And okay, I'll also one more time a little slower. Trainonline365.com. Okay. And now, I'll also name. It's catchy and it says it all in there because you could train online 365 days a week. Or I'm sorry, a year. So train online 365, um, basic website. You can sign up on there. And I also added a promo code for the listeners of your show. The okay. promo code is TK2020, and that'll give you 50% off. Oh, that's awesome. TK2020. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, yo. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's say one more time for us, Anthony, from the, the website, the code, and all that stuff, please. It's uh, My website is Train Online. 365.com. The uh, the promo code is TK2020. And like I said, you sign up. It uh, the process. You sign up. We have a consultation call. You know, where I would get to know you. We talk about your needs, fitness goals, concerns, whatever it is. Then uh, I'll have a write a program workout programs specifically tailored to your needs, what you want to target on, whatever it is, you'll have a workout program strictly made up for you. I like meal that. meal plans included. Um it'll be weekly check ins, whether it be a phone call, FaceTime, however you want you know, whatever's convenient for the person. We'll make that happen. Your progress will be uh Monitor weekly, make make sure we hitting our set goals, targets, whatever we set for, for the week. Um, emails will be answered within 24 hours. I like that. Be able to text whenever you want to, you know. And, and just let me throw this in there, too. So I also have people working with me. So um, I'm not the only one. So, like, uh, I have other trainers on my platform with me. Awesome. Awesome. Trying to get it in. Let me tell you, I'm I'm so glad we got this done. I'm looking forward to the fans all over the world. My friends have hit me from Australia, Dubai, Germany, um, Savina, Saverna, some shit. In the like, <laughs> man, I, I didn't know that this thing would take off as big as it has, and I want to thank my son for um, convincing me to go on the Breakfast Club about four or five years ago. Because this is how it all started. My son was like, Dad, you should go on the Breakfast Club. And I'm like, I ain't going on that shit. I said, no, that kid, like Charlemagne, and all them, I know since they were babies, right? So I go on the show, and I'm shocked that they are this popular. And I'm saying to them, like, when did y'all blow up? Because I was used to Hot 97. In New York City, Hot 97 was the show in New York to me. 
And I knew Charlemagne all back in the day when he worked with Wendy Williams. And we all just been friends for years and we're doing big things. So shout out to my man Charlemagne, to his whole team, DJ Envy, Angela Yee. I love them to death. Shout out to the whole country. Um, we'll be promoting comedy shows coming up. New York is on deck for um, the end of the month. Atlanta is on deck for September. Um, Oakland, California, Tommy T is the, like the third week of September. Then during all that time, I got to go from one part of the world to the other to visit family members. I will be wearing my mask. Um, and hey, can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I got to ask you, where is you coming back to Indianapolis? Man, let me tell you something. Because I remember one time you came here, like, on a Wednesday, and I was just thinking to myself, man, who raised this nigga? Who goes to a comedy show on a Wednesday when niggas got to go to work? Right, and even though it still was packed, Indianapolis has been on my radar for years. But see, here's the thing. I work so much. Right that by the time it's time to get to that city or they're trying to book me, I'm already booked. Let me ask you this. So, the other, like, uh, like the other cities you go to, like Indianapolis, is this considered like a lame little city to you? I mean, I ain't even trying to put my city down no. or nothing like that. Oh, not at all. Because, I, I mean, like, we do not be getting, like, no big-name comedians like that. We really don't. Well, you may not have the comedy clubs there to do that. Right. That's half the battle. If you had a, like an improv or a funny bone or even a, a black-owned comedy club that knew the business that brought in staying the comedians, right? That could probably work, but because like, yeah, I could, I can't tell you how many times we didn't actually drove from Indy to uh, like you just said the uh, funny bone because. You look at their website, you look at uh, the comedy show websites down here, it's like, man, this is garbage here. We got to go to Ohio. Right. But Thanksgiving weekend, I am in Columbus, Ohio. Right. Four tickets so you can bring not just your wife but two other people. I can make a whole weekend of it. And I, I got your tickets. You know, I'll buy you guys dinner and all that good stuff so we could do, we could do that. Because, you know, believe it or not, for the last 37 years, I've done, I've been on the road Thanksgiving weekend. Right. Thanksgiving weekend, I've been on the road. I've only had dinner with my children once in 37 years on Thanksgiving. Dang. Yep. And that's the sacrifice. So right. Hotel room with thousands and thousands of dollars. But you've got to be strong for that because some people get depressed around yep. the Right, and that's why I thank God for college because when I was in college and running track, I didn't go home all the time. So when people went home, they family I had people who would invite me to their friends to their to their house, or I just stayed in my home, you know. So um, you got to be built for certain things. Sure. I've been, I've been built for a lot of things, and I hear people. Can't think I want to be like you, but you don't want to be like me because I'm mentally strong in some areas, like truly strong, and it will break the average guy. So right. be careful how you live life, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you get in touch with my man, Anthony Wilson. Make sure that you eat right. Make sure you you put 
Your diet has to be everything. It's what you read. It's what you see on TV. It's what you put in your body and the people you have around you. I will continue bringing episodes like my man Anthony Wilson, things that will better your life, your mindset, your spirit. I'm going to do my part on this earth and give it to you as much as I can because like I always tell people, when I get to heaven, I don't want nothing wrong with my paperwork. I don't want no problems. They talk about my letter was misspelled. We don't have your documentation, Mr. Kirkland. I need them to be saying to me, Mr. Kirkland, your suite is available. It's everything ordered throughout your life, and we're glad to have a person like you here with us. That will be my dream come true. Anthony Wilson, it's a pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. Live your life to the fullest. You know how we do it. May your pain be champagne. Salute. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.